Sports Talk on 702 with Mutle Madulini. For the Curious. Uh, Doctor, thank you so much for coming on to Sports Talk. It is such a pleasure to be talking to you. Thank you. Hello, Mutle, and hello to all your listeners, and a special happy Mother's Day to all the mums that are tuned in. Ah, oh, you even better than me, Doc. I didn't even wish the Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> the mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, all mums. Uh, it's been beaten to me all day. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine so. Uh, doctor, you know you know what happens when uh, you come across the surname Baxter and you put on social media, everybody has these questions. Are you related <laughs> to Stuart? Uh, are you related uh, to uh, Jim Baxter, ex-Scottish footballer, or Jose Baxter? Any of them, your relatives? Mm, not that I know of. Um, I have used um, uh, Stuart uh, when it's working to my my benefit, um, <laughs> but uh, but no, no, we're not 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 to my knowledge are we related? Okay, good to hear, good to hear, uh, doctor. So um, of mm. course you are the uh, Bitvis Vitz team doctor for those who don't know, and um, you'd be well aware of of. Uh, you know what's happened with the first case of coronavirus in the PSL. Yes. Um, what was the the reaction from yourselves as the medical team at Bitvesvitz uh, when that that, that news broke? Um, look, I, I don't know the the details of of, of Ben's case, but um, I wasn't altogether surprised. Um, you know, we mustn't forget that uh, footballers are part of a greater community. And uh, in our communities, we're seeing that the infection numbers are going up. And um, so, you know, it was only really a matter of time before a member of, of, of this particular community, the football community, mm-hmm. uh, was tested positive. We've got an, a number of positive cases in Europe amongst footballers. Yeah. Uh, we, we've seen them come out already over the last couple of days. They say they want to get back to action. Um, yeah. Is it a bit premature? And, uh, you know, what kind of stance would South Africa... Of course, uh, you don't make the decisions, but you, you can, as I would assume, have an input as to where we should be looking at, uh, which direction we should be, be looking at taking. Yeah. Look, uh, yeah, I'm not... I'm not <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not directly involved in, in obviously, in the decision-making. Mm. Um, that, that's uh, left up to, to SAFA and the PSL and the government. Uh, but... You know, we we can't do anything until such time as the government allows us to um, to move onto the football fields, and we have to be in alignment with with what um, what they're saying. Um, we are, as I said earlier, we're part of a greater community, and um, and as such, we fall within the rules of that greater community. And so, until such time as there's a, a dispensation allowing us as football community to get back into um, the league or the season, um, we're kind of stuck. Um, so it, it really needs to come from, from them as a start. Um, would it be premature for us to, to get back onto the field? I think there are a number of things that uh, we would have to um, look at before, before getting onto the football field. And, and, and that is the, uh, the spreading of the, the virus amongst the people involved in football. The players, the, the the support staff, the technical teams, um, TV crews, mm. ball boys, and, and and the public themselves. And ultimately, I think we need to uh, make sure that the the health and safety of all those different um, uh, role players is, is taken into account before before we can get back onto the field. I mean, does it make sense to you, Doctor? Um, looking at a 
Brighton, for instance, uh, they've confirmed that a yeah. third player has tested positive, if I'm not mistaken, or whatever the number is. Uh, yeah. d- d- does it make sense as much as the players are training in isolation to some extent, uh, but to even be back in training? Because I do feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you are training with three other players or four other players, they will have to go into quarantine. Now you want to get yeah. back onto the field and perhaps your main group of players aren't allowed to play i mean for the yeah. football club as a doctor as a coach would you even want to be in that i mean obviously you don't want to be in that situation but it doesn't make sense to put ourselves there at the moment no yeah i don't think it does make sense um i think um one of one of the the, the, the just to go back one step one of, one of the problems with with getting started again is that you can take and we as a club can take all the precautions we need and, and that are laid down and, and are right uh, to protect our players, our staff, etc. when they come to training. We can uh, have, have uh, super uh, social spacing, we can do all the screening, we can do all the, the masks and the, and the um, isolating of the kit, etc., etc. So we can do all of that. But all of it comes to nothing as soon as the player goes home because mm-hmm. now we have no control over what happens. And even if they go home and they do everything they should do in terms of wearing masks when they should and, and, and staying home when they should and washing their hands 120 times a day, etc., cetera, um, they just got to go out to the shop to buy a loaf of bread and uh, can walk into someone's cough and splatter and, and, and uh, come to contact with the virus. So until we can control everything, which is going to be very difficult. Mm. Um, it makes it very difficult to to um, uh, safely say that that everyone is going to be okay you know, to, to start playing again. Um, so it, it's controlling those imponderables, those those things that we can't um, you can't lock everyone down um, all the time. That that's where the, where, where the issue comes. Uh, we've seen that um, the uh, the. Um, Dutch sports ministers come out and said, look, the Eredivisie is not going to return until there is a, yeah. a, 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 um, either a vaccine or a cure for this. Yeah. Uh, would this be the smarter route? Um, but then also, if you want to look at, I don't know if we can even weigh this up, but the financial impact uh, compared to the human lives that will be impacted uh, in that case. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's extremely difficult. And um, look, I think if we if we knew exactly when a, a vaccine would be available. It would be a lot easier to say you've got uh, six months, five months, two and a half weeks or whatever it might be until the vaccine's available, we can hang out until then. At the moment, we don't know. We we know people are working on vaccines. We know people are, are busy um, uh, looking at different options, but we have no idea as to when that's going to when that's going to happen. And, um, and, and finances are an issue. And uh, it, it, it's a huge debate, you know, the, the the cost of human life versus the cost of the economy and the cost of of livelihoods that way. Um, so ultimately, I think before, um, just just in general, in terms of of, of COVID nineteen, um, we need people need to be exposed to the virus in some way or another um, to develop immunity across the community. And whether that, that uh, exposure comes in the form of microdosing and, and, uh, from, from other people or whether it be via a vaccine, um, we're going to be uh, battling, in inverted commas, with this, this situation until such time as we're getting 
70, 80% exposure to the virus. Mm. And, and that's the key thing. Uh, but finance is our problem. And mm. uh, uh, making those kind of decisions are the, are the tough ones. Doc, you've just um, put a, a wicked idea into my head and it probably uh, <laughs> would not be, uh, it's, it's probably not even ethical to, to even think <laughs> like this. I, I might I might lose my job. But I mean, you mentioned exposure. You know, yeah. it, it, in, is there no world that we can imagine where we say, take the league, uh, all the players, put them in a hotel, get them all exposed, let's treat them for 21 days or a little bit longer, and then we just carry on with, with, with the business. Interesting interesting concept. I'm glad you came up with them, <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can use your job, out. Okay, <laughs> you yeah, can use mine. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you can hire me at least. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do something. I'll, I'll sweep the front yard. Uh, but is, 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 there, is there, I mean, uh, of course, it's, it's a very far-fetched of an idea and it's something mm. that, that most likely would never happen in a million years. But, uh, you know, looking at the extremities or the, the extreme lengths and measures that they're willing to go to get football back in, uh, well, onto the field, mm. would this be that ridiculous? Yeah, I think I think you know ethically you'd have a big uh, there'd be a big question mark over that. Mm. Um, you know, it's the same with with a, a lot of the, the vaccine trials is that you know you vaccinate someone and then you've got to essentially um, expose them and, and see if if, uh, if the vaccine works and mm. to get the ethical approval to do that is is very very difficult. So you know ethically to say look we're going to expose you all to the virus and and uh, good luck. Um, uh, very, very difficult to do. Um, very, very difficult to do. Mm. I don't think I would uh, be brave enough to to uh, uh, propose that as an option. Yeah, I mean, you know, you don't know how it would uh, how, how the different players yeah, would react. Yeah, well, to it. well, that's it. That's it. You don't you don't know how it's going to um, you don't know how it's going to pan out. You mm. don't know which players are going to react badly. You don't know which ones are going to be the, the asymptomatic and, and breeze through it without any issue, um, and so on. So. It, it's really difficult to um, to say, "Oh, bang everyone in a in a hotel and and, and feed them the virus, and and good luck to those who, who come out on the other side." Yeah. Um, ethically, it's you know, a big big problem. Almost, almost feels like we're throwing them in that pit, though, Doc, by saying, "Okay, we're going to test you, screen you, all of these things, and then go and play, and then this happens." Well, well yeah, yeah. I mean, but any any way um, that I can see anything like that happening now would be. If there was some way in which we could um, control all those those uncontrollables, mm. um, you know, if you could if you could work towards controlling those um, to a greater degree, then possibly that might be, um, you know, there may be an option of of playing uh, given that. But um, you've got to do your best to try and control those those imponderables. Mm. Uh, Dr. Peter Baxter, thank you so much for your time tonight. It is greatly appreciated. An absolute pleasure. Have a good evening. Thank you. That is the, the Bitvisvitz team doctor.